Hey, what's going on? It's John Gab here, and I wanted to just quickly announce that I've just put together a free training that's going to show you how I went from broke, working in a supermarket, having £4.19 to my name, to completely going on to transforming my life, which you'll see in here. I don't want to reveal too much, but this training is value-packed. It's truly going to show you how you can go from where you are now to places you never imagined. So, Click on the description after this video and I hope you enjoy. What is going on everyone? It's John Gab here and in today's video, we've got another video with one of my coaching students, Blaze, who I worked with for around six weeks, a bit over that as well. We've been going back and forth ever since we started working. Now we have a friendship and Blaze went from making around like 3K a month, went up to 30K and now he's doing around 10K a month. Big commissions within that, but Blaze is a great guy um, and he's going to basically today to share his story um, from his journey and add as much value to you guys as possible watching. So take notes and uh, enjoy his story. So Blaze, if you want to reintroduce yourself as well and we'll get into this. Hey guys, so my name is Blaze. I run a marketing agency, uh, a social media marketing agency, obviously. And we have fitness entrepreneurs and fitness influencers to scale up their info product. Uh, and I started my journey around two and a half year yeah two and a half years ago i was um i was in the netherlands studying masters um entrepreneurship and strategic management um and i figured that it's bullshit uh because most <laughs> of the teachers out there um they didn't have a business so i'm like uh, how's it working then right and so you know i went into the flow i realized that probably they are not the most believable people to learn from um started to google things as you know anyone would do find a lot of crap. Um, and I thought those scraps are going to work for me. So I tried them out, you know, had four or five different businesses. I would, I would rather call them side hustles. I tried to make money online. Uh, you know, had this, you know, had this vision in my mind that I'm just going to make millions with that, you know, Instagram automation or, you know, web shop or whatever it was. Um, but the one thing was sure every single time I was like super passionate and I went all in, um, and so at one point I started a marketing agency, but I failed terribly. I had a business partner. It didn't work out. We didn't know how to price, how, how to sell. We, we wanted to do full service. So we were like, complete, like we were like complete bullshit. And so then I reiterated it again. Uh, you know, I had a different business partner. We restarted, we went after gyms, um, first in Hungary, then in the UK, Again, realized that that's not something I'm passionate about it. So I eventually gave, gave up. And then, um, you know, after many, many iterations, I find this niche, um, you know, being a guy, I'm a fitness guy, I did natural bodybuilding, CrossFit, powerlifting, realized that it's not really about where you can make the most money because I know, you know, most people watching, most people are, you know, you know, just going after niches and most guys have in their mind that it's either e-commerce or info product and it's just like laser focused on the, you know, on these two niches. And there are like many, many other very good niches outside of the money-making info products and the e-commerce. Uh, and so if, you know, there's one single piece of advice I learned from myself and from my stories, think about what you are good at. Think about what you enjoy doing. And if you want to build an agency, combine the two, right? So that's really my story in a nutshell. Cool, Blaze. So let's get straight into this. I want to ask you, right, what do you think it was that made you go for like years of trying businesses out, shiny object syndrome after shiny object syndrome? And <laughs> this is my story as well. We've both been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think it was, right? Because it clearly wasn't the strategy or the tactic because other people were successful in that area. Maybe it was passion. But what do you think it was that kind of prevented you from 
hitting that business from like the first business you tried and not succeeding at it? The biggest one that it's on top of my head was that um, I haven't really understood that in order to make something successful, you need to have a proven process and you need to follow the advice of someone who's already done it before. Like mm -hmm. that's crucial. And so when I started, I haven't so, and, and I didn't understand that there is a massive, you know, there's a massive online education business out there there for you to help you to get to the next level. And so, and so I just tried, I just Googled and YouTube, then I tried to like glue it, glue it together, but I was missing pieces of the puzzle. And we, and you know, John, and I know as well, if you miss one single piece, let it be sales, <laughs> let it be service, whatever it is, if you have 85% of the stuff figured out, but you miss one single puzzle piece that is, you know, takes out like that other 15%, you're not going to, you're not going to succeed. You're going to, you're going to be there, you know, miserable, trying to, trying to ask questions like, why is it not working? I don't understand. So to me, that was, um, once I understood and I bought Iman's program, you know, John, you have the program too. Once I brought the program and I understood, wow, like this is how you put it together. It makes yeah. so much sense now. That's when the magic happened to me, really. Yeah, I think that's uh, very relatable there as well, Blaze, because I think when we have this idea of doing anything, right, whether it's getting the physique we want, setting up a business, we always kind of go into it. We get this dopamine rush and we're like, oh, this is yeah. easy. Like, that's all I've got to do. And then we think we can figure it out by ourselves and we try and take the kind of pathway of least resistance, make shortcuts. But then little do we know that that's the longer way to do it. So it's just easier to go, all right, this is what I'm going to do. There's, here's the plan. I'm going to invest in a program, take the action steps and run with it till I succeed. But we give it a month or two and then we're like, oh, this isn't working out. And then we kind of jump to the next thing and then, oh, this isn't working out. And we just go down this spiral. And that's why, how long was your journey before you saw success? Mine was like three and a bit years of like failing terribly. What about yourself? Um, I just wanted to add, I just wanted to add something into the mix. So, you know, finding those courses online and downloading them or getting a body to give you the login, it's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, and it's, it's amazing. Like it was to me, cause I thought, cause I thought I can just save money, download those courses and you know, I'm just going to figure it out. But I have a little, do I know, little did I know that I need to put my money towards something in order to fully commit. Right? So I was just what I was just sitting there having many good courses, watching them, eating chocolate bars, you know, just like <laughs> trying to make it happen, having the knowledge. But I never really been like all in. Once I spend my money, <laughs> that's what that's what happens. That's what I would Blade. say. You asked yeah. how long I, I was kind of messing around before I actually saw the first sign of success. So I closed the Hungarian gym um, after I would say nine nine months in. So I was nine months in. Um, I had I had a client before, but it was like a trial client. It was like. <clears throat> Yeah. It was even like a hundred US dollar per month, right? So we literally just, you know, was testing with their ads. We didn't really did too many things. So the first first proper client, and I, that was a thousand dollar per month client that came after eight or nine months, um, after actually cold called over a hundred uh, fitness facilities in Hungary. And <laughs> cold, attended, cold calls are painful, man. Yeah, I, I did like a hundred, over a hundred cold calls, like hundred separate businesses calls. So that, yeah. that would add up to like two, three hundred, you know, picking up the phone. And then I had around like eight to, eight, eight to 15 meetings. I'm, I'm not too sure. I can't really remember, but it was 
you know, around like eight to 15 meetings, sitting down, getting notes. And finally, that was this guy who said, all right, why not? Let's, let's do this. And I, and I was like, I was sitting, I was sitting there. I'm like, okay. What do I do now? Really? It's <laughs> <was> like, sure. <laughs> cool. Oh, <laughs> so no, sure. you know, the feeling, I can relate right? to that as well. I think it's kind of, it's really interesting, right? I want to, before we continue with that part there about when you were saying you got your first client, going back to the part where you said, when you get free courses or you get free information, it's going to be harder for you to work. This is everybody watching my channel. They know I always talk about mindset over skill set. Now, what do you think it is, Blaze, right? I think I know the answer, but by not investing in yourself and thinking you can just kind of figure it out by, by yourself, it can work that way, but for most people it can't. What do you think it is about investing the money or the time or the energy and committing that impacts your mind to make you go, all right, I'm going to make this work no matter what. What do you kind of think that is? It's really hard, hard to tell, but I feel like you, if you don't have a lot of money, that's, that's when it works the, the, like the best. If you don't really have a lot of money, which I assume most people in our shoes trying to find out how to do an online business when I do, um, or, or in the position, then once you spend a significant amount of your, um, your wealth on something, then you're gonna put your energy and your and your mindset and literally anything and your belief system around that thing and yeah before you don't do that you would always be like well i can if it, if it didn't work if it doesn't work out i can just maybe i can just download that e-commerce uh, you know skyrocket you know course that, that that was pretty epic i like so this one is really complex how about downloading that one you know what i mean and so you never really fully commit so it's all about the commitment and your and your time and energy yeah, that's, that's what I think it is as well. Um, I think it's kind of like the belief system behind it. You know, if you kind of get it for free, you're basically saying, well, I've got a plan B in the background. So if, if I don't invest my money, then if it doesn't work, then it's okay. So you're entering that business model with the chance it's not going to work. Right. And I think and it's not, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not, yeah. right? like, even if it does, right. I believe, you know, I've had it before where I had e-commerce, right. And I've had a little bit of success, but it would, it dipped straight yeah. back down. It wasn't until I invested in Iman, right? And I went to the guy's mastermind. I dropped like $5,000 there, invested yeah. in his course, invested 10K in a mentor called Brandon. Did I start to get the results I wanted? And that's, that's when it changed me. And I think it was that removing that scarce mindset of, oh, holding on to this money is going to be good for me, right? I got on the call with Iman. I said, cool, how much is your mastermind? He told me the price. I said, let's get this going. Whereas the old John would be like, oh, um, let me think about it right oh and again it's that subconscious kind of shift of going all in that allows you to get the results so blaze i guess my next question for you right on your journey and we we're talking about this before this call you've got to that point now where you're making good money and back when blaze first started off you would dream to be in a position you are now but since you've got to that position where you're making good money right what kind of shifts have you had first of all to get there in terms of your internal world and your mindset but secondly, what do you, what's, what's changed in your perception now that you've got to where you wanted to get to in terms of your, your outlook on business and entrepreneurship in general? Okay. Um, let's start with the mindset because that's probably an easier to answer. Um, I would say I kind of better understood that in order to get uh, from A to B, it's not enough to just hustle every day <laughs> towards the goal. <laughs> but you need to properly plan it, right? You need to be sure that you follow the plan, right? Whatever it means to you, 
um, because there are like you know gazillion different trackers and worksheets and 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 actually it's like just try to follow one like don't try to find the best one there's no there's no best one out there uh just you know try to follow one process but like do it well like just if you if you commit to do something every single day um just really do it like don't look for excuses don't look for um off days or don't don't do that because yes you can do that later but when you actually want to get into a habit there are no off days right and so that's something to me that was big when i when i decided that this is what i want to do i just I really need to go after um let me think a little bit mindset wise obviously i improved a lot in the way i saw like the way i did sales um in the beginning i little do i know that it is so important right um i thought i can just sell people and that's it i never really understand that um what are the the psychological game behind sales and how complex it could be and how much you need to actually simplify your own game you know with all the you know yeah. complex information you need to really have one you know concise um way to do it that really fits your personality fits who you are um and so i guess that's 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 actually really hard so you need to put in a lot of time into sales um as well as i think having people having people that you can trust you know not micromanaging yeah. them but just like really trust them um that was the hardest one so that was not the mindset mindset shift really but that was part of your question as well um and in order that to to happen i believe you just need to it's, it's a trial and error so you need to start it as soon as you can if you don't have like higher like whatever it's higher va for four dollars per hour right just like even if you don't have anything to delegate just hire someone and try to figure out how can you work with yeah. someone because the sooner you get you get started with that uh, the sooner you can get into the place where you have a couple people under your um under yeah, your supervision exactly. i think so, yeah getting started before you're ready but what's interesting about this interview with you blaze is my kind of philosophy a lot of my videos and even other people i've worked with and, I, and i've made interviews with we heavily talk about mindset and we talk about uh limiting beliefs visualization um removing yeah. resistance and stuff but with blaze it's, it's an interesting example of some people just perform differently. So Blaze is very logical what I'm taking away from it. You're just like, all right, I need to plan. I need to do the work every day and be disciplined. And I need to just hustle and, and get my shit done. And I find that very interesting because it just goes to show not everybody has a specific way to do something. And this is why, again, yeah. there's so many people out there like quote unquote gurus who say, this is the best outreach method or this is the best business model to start but it all depends on the individual and the person who's going after it. So I think that's what even working with you, Blaze, I realized you're very independent and you just kind of do it your way and it worked, right? So yeah. let's talk about that. So you've applied your strategies, you've got to where you've got to now. Since you've got to the level where you've dreamed of getting to, when you look back, right, what were some of your misconceptions about making like 10K months is gonna be the best thing ever, right? What's been your misconceptions? How have you changed as a person? And what would you tell somebody now who's trying to get to 10K a month, who's like, like dreaming of it every single day, they're not there yet. What would you tell them now? So the first thing I would tell them is don't like, don't go for 10K. <laughs> Because, and that's my biggest, like, that's my biggest thing, really. I had this, I had this tank in my mind when I started my business, right? And so I live in, um, I live in Eastern Europe. Um, 
And over here, 10K is a lot of money. Like you can rent out a place for like, I don't know, like three, 400 US dollar for like a proper place, like a really good one. Um, and so I should have gone for like 3K, right? Or maybe 4K. And so I should have gone to 3 and 4K because I needed money to feel good about myself, who I am, you know, buy the stuff I actually wanted to buy. And that would boost my, boost my, you know, my competence and my confidence a little bit so I can close better deals and, and, you know, increase my lifestyle so I can, you know, hire someone to clean out my space, you know, I can hire someone to get food for me, all the, all the necessary things that saves you time. Right. And then once I was done like three or 4k, I should have focused on, okay, good. Now I have the money for the, for the basics. Now, what do I actually want to do? If money doesn't matter, right? What, what, what am I super passionate about? And so that's what I, that's what I should have done instead I was focusing too much on money. That's one thing. The other one is, uh, and that was, that was insane to me, even though I heard it many, many times in podcasts and YouTube videos and from mentors and even from yourself. And that was once you get, once you get a big retainer, once you get a really good month and you feel like, Oh yeah, that's, that's when I'm going to be like freaking happy. Right? Like that's I I can feel like no. a freaking King. Once you get that once I still remember the day I had an invoice, $38,000, um, in a single month as a retainer from our client, I got the invoice and I was sitting in front. It was in the middle of COVID. I was alone at home. I got an invoice after working all day long and I looked at the invoice and first I was super happy for like two minutes. Yeah. Then I tried to, then I tried to convince myself that I'm, I'm super happy. So I was like, for like five, 10 minutes, I was convincing myself that I'm happy, put on some music, jumping around, but I was inside. I was not that happy. And then I sat down and I'm like, Hmm, I miss my friends. That's it. To there me, we go, man. And to me, that was the biggest one. I was like, oh, that's, that's so good. Hard, so I, I, I need to spend more, I need to spend more time, whatever it is, you might miss your girlfriend, you might miss your sport, but whatever it is, you should do that more often, obviously, because that's like, that's not, not, not money shouldn't be the focus. That's really the biggest thing. Blaze, that is such a profound concept that I think a lot of people watching this won't be able to wrap their head around. They're going to look at it and go, if I made 38K, I'm going to, my life's set, Right. But again, you kind of have to go through the paradigm to understand it. And even this month just gone by, I had my biggest retainer come through. And, you know, it's like before, the old me would be like, yes, I've hit this number now. Let me go and tell people about it. I'm going to be so happy. But I got the number right. I was sitting there working in the morning. I look at it and I go, cool. And then I just got back to work. Right. And I think what I was, what I'm taking this is you, whoever's watching this, and even for you, Blaze, you might learn from this as well fall in love with the process and instead yeah. of trying to get to a goal know why you want to attain this goal so like for myself now i'm trying to hit a, a bigger number in my business but i know the vision and i know why i want to get there because it's going to allow me to help my parents out it's going to allow me to live a different lifestyle etc etc so i'm just falling in love with the process because i understand when i get to that number it's not going to change me and, and like iman says right this is one thing i remember it's like wherever you go there you are so it's yeah. like you've hit you've hit nearly 40 K from one client and you're still just like the same guy. You're still feeding yeah, the same. Still acting the same. Yeah. Bro, that is, that's insane, man. And I think I, it's, it's kind of hard again for people to, to fully understand this, but 
what would you say to them then? So you're saying money's not the goal, right? They're watching this right now. What's your one piece of advice for them? If they are trying to get to even, let's say their goal is to get to 40K a month, right? What would you say to them right now they should be doing? Well, sit down and spend a lot of time on, you know, reflecting on who you really are. Like I have on my Google Drive, I have so many trackers and worksheets as I was reading books, you know, watching videos, especially from Sam Owens. That was one of the biggest one for me. Um, I did every single tracker. It's like whenever it was a task, you know, write down this thing, the things you are good at, bad at, things you are afraid of, fears, all those. I did, I did the action, I actually took notes all the time. And so after you start to gather more and more of those notes, you can just sit down and start to synthesize the information, right? You can sit down and see, holy shit, you know, I write, you know, I don't know, I write BMX everywhere, even though I don't actively compete in BMX. Maybe there is something, maybe there is something for, you know, that I, I should go after BMX. Maybe I should, that's just an example that was to me, one yeah. of the things. Um, so what I would say is do those tasks and try to figure out, you know, what is your, what is your core personality, who you are by the core. Um, and, and then it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like, that's what I hear in most cases. And that's confusing to me when, you know, gurus say, you know, figure out your core and then figure out your purpose. And so the way I wanted to do is I try to figure out like my purpose, the one thing that gives me shitloads of money, right. Or the one thing. (laughs) And, and then that's not the way to go. The way to go is it's, it's probably not going to be one thing. It's going to be one thing at a time, you know, one after another in circles until after, you know, you know, putting in 20, 30 years or whatever many years you need to put in, you find the core identity of yourself. And the way I imagine this to be, and this is just a simple example, let's say someone's, you know, core, you know, identity and purpose is to meditate and to find God, right? And so in order to get there, you need to try to, you need to fail different businesses. If you're an online entrepreneur, you need to, you need to try to do this social media marketing agency. Maybe you want to do a course. You, you need to try that. Um, maybe you feel, you figure that's not fulfilling and you want to get a dog, you get a dog and then you live <laughs> with your girlfriend, you get the kids, you need to raise the kids, and after all the struggles and you're learning how you know, difficult it could be to live in, you know, to be in a relationship and to get good friends and all those things, you know, after everything, then you can find your core identity and your main purpose. You know, in my example, you know, being the guy who actually just want to meditate and find God. That's the way that you can actually get there. If you yeah, at the age of 15, you would be, mm, that might be my you know, core identity and desire and desire you just you cannot go straight there it's impossible you need to experience course, a lot and so don't like that's what i would say don't be super fixated on finding your one purpose in life and go off of that because in most in most cases what, what i experience and when i talk a lot of you know other young entrepreneurs that's what i found if you want to do that right from the get-go from the age of 17 18 whatever it is sure or go for it but don't be disappointed when you, after experiencing a little bit, tasting it a little bit, you shift focus because that's yeah, the yeah, way yeah. life is, right? It's just, it's just, it's just it, the way I imagine it, it's like a big freaking ocean. And sometimes you feel like you find, you know, find, you know, the land and you feel like, oh yeah, I'm on the right track. I'm going for the land. And then like freaking, you know, thunderstorm and waves and everything. And then you don't know where you are. That's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I agree with you, man. And I think to add on to that as well, I think, 
we all kind of, any online entrepreneur, we look at the business as like the end all be all. But I think we need to look at the business. And again, it depends. If you are a passionate businessman and you just want to grow businesses and make a load of money, that's completely yeah. fine. But I think what it is should be is like the business should sustain your lifestyle. And this is where I got caught up in as well. When I began yeah. my agency, I was working ridiculous hours, right? Hitting 15, 20K months. And I was like, wait, hold on. I'm not living the life I want to live. And I was trapped and I couldn't go out and do things. So I had to take a massive step back, remove a load of clients, go back from the beginning. So I could eventually get to the point now where I've moved out to Amsterdam. I have more freedom and I'm more happier. Right. But when we don't begin with a clear vision in mind of where we're trying to end up, we just end up anywhere. It's like going to the airport and then just getting on a random plane and then you end up in some country you hate. And you're like, why am I here? Because you didn't know where you were trying to get to, to begin with. So, I think it's so inspiring in a way that you're saying this because so many people will be like, yeah, do this outreach method and just grow your business. But then you do all the hard work, you get the client and you're still confused and, and you're like, why did I do all this? So that's some, uh, some great advice there, please. Yeah. What, one thing I would add, because I don't know, I, I don't know about you, but I have this weird feeling that because we both talked a lot about shiny object syndrome, right? It's been, you believe one thing is, you know, the greatest one and the easiest one and the most profitable one in comparison, comparing to the amount of work and resources you need to put in. And so once you figure out it's not, then the grass is always greener on the other side, AKA you go after the next one. Now, what I, what I, what I told previously about finding your core identity and having these, you know, concentric circles that you need to need to fulfill in order to just get to the core of it. I'm not, I'm, I don't mean that, you start a business and when it's not working, you go for the next one and the next one and the next one. The way, I, the way I think it should work is that you start something and when you feel like it's not fulfilling you anymore, you sit down, you block out whatever you need to block out, maybe two days, maybe a week, maybe two weeks, and you put in a lot of time asking friends, family members, you know, anyone around you, knowledgeable people, to figure out whether you are just tired or maybe you just fall flat on your face or have you know, something problem in your life or whether you really need to go after something else, right? And so that's the way I usually go right now. And it might sound weird. I know I can scale this agency up. Like I'm confident I can scale it up to $100,000 if I want to. I just need to put in the work. I need to what, I need to what help should I seek you know, from what sort of experts and I need what, I know what I should do in order to get there. The true question myself in the last two months was, do I actually want to do that? Or maybe there is something in my life I want to do, right? And yeah. what I realized, and what I realized is that to me, the biggest one is to help guys like you, know, like you, like everyone really in the online space or even offline, if this is possible, to help them to find their core identity. Because what I realized, you know, doing a lot of soul searching is that, oh my God, from the age of seven, that's what I'm doing. Like I did so many sports. I did so many different businesses. I tried so many things. And whenever I did something, I, I, I believe that's, that's the one thing. I went all in for every single thing in my life, right? And so now I'm, what I'm doing right now, now I'm trying to reverse engineer my story. Now I'm trying to reverse engineer what happened, why I shifted focus here and there, you know, why did it happen this way? And I learned so many interesting things, John. Um, I can't wait to put this actually in action. So that's really, really my new project that's going to be. That's what I'm going to go after, helping people, young entrepreneurs to find their core identity 
And so the way it's, it's, it's like a never ending process really. But once you have, you know, good tools and good mentorship to go after, you can get better. You can, be, you can be happier, obviously. And then you can easily find your purpose in, in every, you know, part of your life. That's what I truly believe in. Yes, please. I, I agree with that so much again. And I think, you know, again, it's going within and, and asking yourself questions. And I think a lot of the time, I've been studying a lot as well about the self-identity, right? And a lot of the time there's resistance there. There's kind of things blocking it. So we ask a question and we just go, no, that's fine. It's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. But in the, in the subconscious mind, we have these blockages or these limiting beliefs that really hold us back. And I think once we can kind of discover those and, and remove them, that's when we have those, those shifts. And going back to what you were saying before about growing your agency to 100K, I was having this discussion with another agency and um, one of my friends as well the other day. And we were talking about this and we were like, yeah, we can scale our agency to 100K. These are the strategies we can do. And after the call, I kind of got off it and I thought, do I really want that though? Do, yeah. do I really want to scale it? And, and I took Same a step you. back and, and I took a step back and I was, I was writing out my vision and I was thinking, this is how my lifestyle wants to go. And you know, as well, I want to help entrepreneurs master their mindset. And I was like, this doesn't align with my kind of, myself like, like you said the self-identity the core image of myself right so gaining clarity and seeking answers from within is so underrated and it looks so like woo woo and just like oh i don't need to do that but i think it is the kind of the key and this is where we're all going to end up whenever we're trying to grow our business or whatever we're trying to do it's always going to come back to you know am i yeah. happy within and if you're not you then you go around it. yeah definitely blake so yeah, I think that will be a good way to, to kind of end this off, leave it uh, kind of sweet and, and short there. But have you got anything else you kind of want to touch on or anything you want to share? Let's see. You've got some wisdom sitting in there, I can tell. <laughs> I had some good ones when you asked me, you asked me what was the biggest realization for me um, when I had my break in the agency and I told you it was buying a course right and then the second one was once I learned to do sales and I had something else it was very oh yeah the biggest one that's the biggest one I wanted to touch on touch on this one um, because I don't know how, how many of the people watching right now are um, in social media marketing actually like want to run an agency but if there's only you know some of you it's worth mentioning you know, most courses and most gurus are designed their program for UK, US, Canada, Australia based businesses, maybe Germany, right? And so I heard this a lot and I'm from Hungary. I've spoken with a lot from a lot of people, you know, those, you know, the average income from in Hungary and all these other, you know, um, Eastern European countries are so much different that you it's really hard for you to make it work in a way that works for the gurus, right? And to me, that was, that was insane, right? Once I actually, you know, being a Hungarian guy, I was, I wouldn't say I was shy, but I was like, my English is not native. So why would I, you know, why would I try to make it work? I was just going with my native language. Once I shifted my focus, understanding that, screw that. I don't want to be working with Hungarians at all. I don't even like their mindset, you know, <laughs> stupid as it sounds, but that's the truth. That's, that's the truth. And you know, I always say it, right? I, I'm not, I don't bullshit. So once I actually started to work with people from, you know, US, Canada, Australia, that's where everything, ha that's where everything changed to me. 
So if there is only one guy, you know, you are from, I don't know, Ukraine or Slovakia or Czech Republic, wherever you are from, and you feel like you are in a, in a low income um, country, then maybe this is something you want to consider and just, just try it. Like, just give it, that yes. couldn't hurt, just try it. Maybe your English is not the best. That's just an excuse. You go type into Google, italki, you hire someone and that can help you in two, three months, or maybe like one, two months, your English is going to be like two times as good. And, and even most people don't really care if, if you know what you are talking about. So that's, yeah, Blaze, that's really interesting as well. So you, you said, right, when you was going after Hungarian clients at the beginning, you kind of thought, did you think about going after the US market and, and the UK? Yeah. But, but you thought, okay, so what was that? What was that in your mind? Because again, it's all, that's why I say mindset. It Interesting, comes isn't it? What do you think it was in your mind that made you go, no, nah, I'm not going to do it, right? And, and, and those limiting beliefs there, I think if we can just shift our beliefs, right? Again, we are able to do anything. And, and Tony Robbins talks about this, right? It all begins with the belief. Because if we have a different belief, e.g. I can sign US clients for triple the price um, I'm charging for my Hungarian clients, that's going to lead to bigger action. So what was those limiting beliefs that held you back from just saying, let's go after these US clients? Well, first I was convincing myself that being a Hungarian, it's of a sunk cost mostly. So I need to leverage my, I need to leverage my knowledge on the culture. I need to leverage my, you know, skills on my mother tongue. I need to leverage um, the testimonials I have so far because I had like four or five okay-ish testimonials. Mm -hmm. And so those really, it was all sunk cost. It was all sunk cost. And like once I read the book from, I guess it was the dip from Seth Godin, as well as um, I listened to one of the podcasts of Seth. Uh, yeah, Seth. And it was about sunk cost. That's when, you know, I changed. I, I was like, I don't care. Like these sunk costs are holding me back all the time. And if I go back historically in my life, sunk costs were always there to me. And so that was the biggest one for me. Um, the second one is that I felt like in Hungary with my knowledge, I'm like super unique and I can dominate the market, which was, which was true. Little did I notice that I don't even want to dominate the market, right? Because I didn't like the market. I never really understood that the clients that can pay you six, $7,000 per month are the big corporate clients in Hungary that in the US and UK would pay $50,000, $60,000. And exactly the, those type of clients that most gurus like Iman himself want to stay away from for many, many reasons. I don't want to really go into the nitty gritty, but it's really about like they are super corporate. They are really stiff. So it's really hard to work with them as a small boutique agency because that's what we run and so to me that's to put it together it took it took a while right it's not out in it you cannot google that out you need to speak yeah, yeah. a lot and you need to talk to a lot of knowledgeable people who's done it before been on a market and as well as you need to actually believe it you need to see it you need to screw it up to understand that yeah maybe it's right maybe i cannot be the guy you know having all the hunger and clients easy the big ones because he's super knowledgeable because the Hungarian clients didn't want it, me as a very knowledgeable guy to scale their ads. They, they was focusing on other things. And it's not, it, it was not their mistake. It was my mistake because the, the market told me what they want, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. That doesn't lie. Going back to um, sunken costs, what does that actually mean? What do you, what do you define that as? I've never sunk heard cost, that phrase before. Well, 
I, I don't really know the definition on top of my head, but my definition would be is that when you have resources, in most cases, time and or money invested into something, when you want to make a shift, you want to make you know, dif a different decision, you want to go somewhere else, you, when you are making your decision, put all the money and time you invested, all the resources in a bag, and you, you take that as a pro not to make the shift, right? You use that as a pro argument why not to do that. Um, again, one of, the, one of the best ones, the best examples I, I have you know, right now, my brother, David, he, he was a, a medical student, third or fourth year, and he, was, he, he wanted to quit for like half year, maybe a year. He was talking a lot. He, he didn't like it. He was he's a super smart dude. He should have finished easily, right? He could have finished easily. And so he started an online business. He started to teach people how to um, grow their brand on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And he just, you know, phone called me, asked a couple of questions, but he, he, he figured it out for himself. And now he has a business making, I don't even know, like he's making very good money and he, he never going to finish medical school. Or at least that's what I think. I, I don't believe he's going to. So he had a lot of sunk costs because he already started the school, yet he decided to ignore the sunk costs, go after his vision, his got passion. It, got it. There you go. Right? That's in, I like that, man. I think that's a, a good kind of takeaway people can, can take away from this video is like, at the end of the day, right, there's always going to be this scenario, this scenario. And I think just go with your gut at the end of the day and just kind of figure, figure it out as you go. Like both of us, even any entrepreneur, when the society's like, you need to go and get a job, you need to do this, you need to do that. I said, screw all that. I'm going to book a one-way ticket to Bangkok and just travel and see what happens. And it paid off. I love that. So, I, I love that video. I, so I think that's how you got to do it. You just got to, like you said, sunk costs and then go from there, Blaze. Yeah. Yeah, man. So and cool. again, it's not it's not a decision for forever. Like you can always, cool. in most cases, in most cases, you have to notice that you can go back to the life that you lived before. Exactly right. And there's always, I think, society. You know, they they kind of project fear onto us. Like you only have one life, and if you don't do this correctly, it's all over. And this is never the case. Like when we think about the worst case scenario in our mind that we thought about other other situations, does it happen? never it never does rarely right so i said i like that i'm going to take that away from this video myself as well you can hear me i thought it froze for a second please so let me let me ask yeah, you this yeah, thing, yeah. Right? let me ask you this please so from this whole interview right what's going to be your biggest takeaway maybe you learned something today and what's going to be the biggest takeaway that you would teach other people who have watched this video today because look, everybody can watch these interviews, watch these videos online, and then just go to the next video. So what's going to be one piece of advice you took away and also one piece of advice you can give to the person watching this to actually go ahead and implement into their life after this video ends? Okay, um, one piece of advice I would give is the one, and I just want to put, it's going to be the same thing actually, but it's just going to be you know different side of the story. It's going to be, Try to do whatever you can to find your core identity because from there, every single decision and every single day of your life would be a bit, I wouldn't, it would be a bit easier or if it's not, not easier, at least you would be happier with the, with the harder, tougher days. That's what I would say. Um, and as well, like I can take that as, a, as, a, as something I should take away from this interview as well, to just take my own advice, because as I told you, nice. never ending process. 
So I am maybe, I don't know, I'm somewhere in the process. I need to keep going every single day. I should, every single day I should do something to get closer to my core identity. And the second one, uh, since I, and you know, at the, at the end of the day, we all procrastinate, right? We all fear of things. Um, you, even people making a million, you know, million US dollar in a single month online, they fear of many, many things now. So what I would say is, I probably have many limiting beliefs um, when it comes to focusing more on helping people to find their core identity. I don't, I don't even know how to properly do this right now, right? I need to figure it out if I'm being very honest with myself. I can do this, do this offline with my friends with amazing results. So it happens. I, I understand that there is some sort of proof of concept. I'm truly, I 110% believe in it. But what I would take for my step and what I would ask from the audience is um, in the comments, guys, let me know how much you feel like it is something that you would value if I triple down on this one because I know I need to start creating educational content on this one and I'm still procrastinating it. I have my camera over there, but I haven't figured it out. And so I need to do it um, as, well as, um, as well as what would be interesting for you when it comes to this topic? What questions do you have? Just write, like the questions are the best, you know, write me questions. What questions do you have? Because from those I can easily uh, start to navigate towards how should I start it? How should I help people? What would be the best way to do this? So. Nice, yeah, nice, nice little plug there as well, right? But what I'm going to do anyway, I'm going to put your Instagram and okay, in fact, where can people find you? What's your Instagram? I'll put it in the description. But yeah, just put, just put it. I just type it down because it's complex. I want to spell it. Um, yeah, okay. Instagram, Instagram. Uh, I have some YouTube videos as well. Uh, not educational, but you're gonna. I, I promise you're gonna laugh a lot if you watch those back. How stupid I could be at times. That's that's real me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those, those those are the two. Um, best ones and for Instagram what a lot of people told me that's valuable if you go to my Instagram I have many many story highlights if you want to learn about my story of how I actually um, got where I where I am right now you know just see the highlights of my story I have this SMMA one SMMA two three four I collected you know many many stories into those when I when I when I didn't felt like doing it when I was super excited so all the big ups and downs and so you can watch those back chronologically and a lot of people did that and they messaged me, dude, this is great. I love it. So nice, if, you want, nice, if nice. you want some inspiration, maybe um, that's the way to go. Cool, Blaze. So I'll oh, put your sorry, links below. Yeah. But um, yeah, Blaze, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Even I, I took a lot of stuff away as well. I'm going to implement. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed watching the video. Go and check Blaze out on Instagram and I'll see you in my next video, guys. Blaze, thank you, man. Cheers, man.